to Jesus for the cleansing power. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they whitest? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Some glad morning when this life is over, I fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. I fly away.
Bibles this morning. Look with me in Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Wasn't that wonderful? It has been good to be in the Lord's house this morning. I have to say that y'all just kind of showed out this morning getting here at 10 o'clock. And I uh, had to get up a little earlier. And, and man, this has been good this morning. Got a full house. Uh, but y'all had a little pep in your step this morning. And I appreciate that. Uh, y'all can smile a little bit. It's all right. It's not going to kill us. Hadn't God been good? The Lord has been good. What a wonderful spirit that's in this place this morning. Thank you for your dedication and your faithfulness. And uh, to Him be all the honor and glory. And this morning is normally the Sunday that we recognize the price that He paid for us. Of course, next week we'll celebrate the risen Savior. And, uh, but, but before He could rise, He had to die. And it's the redemptive work at Calvary that where he took our place. And I am so thankful for that this morning. But we're not going to address that as much as the effect of what the cross did. And bless God, when Jesus died on the cross, the veil in the temple was rent. And that moment forward, each and every one of us can have a more intimate and closer relationship with God than ever before. And I'm so thankful today that we can go to the throne of God through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Not on my merit, but by the merit of Jesus. I can go to God. I can carry Him my petitions. I can carry Him everything that I'm carrying. I can enter into the throne room of God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. Won't you stand with me for the reading of God's Word. Psalm 91 and verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him 
will I trust. The rest of this psalm is a result to verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Dear Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word. Open our hearts to it. Give me power from on high to preach your word. Lord, help me to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Dear God, I need you right now. Lord, these people don't need to hear from me, but they need to hear from you today. Lord, Lord, I pray that souls will be saved. I pray, Lord, that us as saved will be drawn to that secret place in you. Lord, I pray that we would dwell and abide in you. Dear God, help us to abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Lord, I love you and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want you to look there in verse 1. He said, abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want to speak to you this morning on the subject, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. I cannot think of a better place to abide than in the shadow of the Almighty. I cannot think of a better place to live in our life than in the shadow of the Almighty God. I cannot think of anybody that I'd rather be more sold out to than Jesus Christ. I cannot think of any greater position in the entire world than knowing that I'm a child of the King. And to know that I've been saved and redeemed and to know that I have a Heavenly Father who loves me and cares about me. I cannot think of a better place to dwell in life than in the presence of an Almighty God. I cannot think of a better thing to... to look forward to be motivated every day to have a vision to have a purpose in life not to work not the purpose just to work and not just the purpose to raise a family and not just the purpose in life to live life and do this and do this but the purpose to live it for Jesus to have the purpose every day to dwell and abide in the shadow of the Almighty I can't think of a better place to live. I can't think of a better thing to do in my time than to live and dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. How do you get into the shadow of the Almighty? He told us here. He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. The only way to abide in the shadow of the Almighty is to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. The secret place of the Most High is the presence of God. If you are going to live in the shadow of the Almighty, that means that you are abiding in the presence of God. But as he gives this term, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High refers to the place in the temple or the tabernacle as called the Holy of Holies. And as you know, in the temple there are certain places that people could go. But there was one place that was restricted to all people, and that's where the Ark of the Covenant dwelled. On the Ark of the Covenant dwelled the presence of the Almighty God. The only one that could go in the presence of God was the high priest once a year. The only way that that individual could go was by fulfilling the requirements that God made for them to enter into the presence of God. So when you went into the Holy of Holies, you went to the presence of God. You went to the secret place. And everybody in the Old Testament had to rely upon that one man once a year going to the secret place on their behalf to sprinkle the blood upon the mercy seat. 
Now, when Jesus was dying on the cross, as he died on the cross, this priest was in the temple making intercession as he was doing every year. The day that Jesus died was that day of atonement that the blood was required for the sins of the world or the sins of the nation. But we know on this day he was dealing with the sins of the world. And as this high priest was going into this place, and remember this was a place of requirement. You didn't just walk into this place. Not just any old Joe off the street could go in this place. Not anybody is allowed into the presence of God. Invited, but not everybody is allowed because when you go into the presence of God, you must go God's way. And you must go into His presence His way. And so there's Jesus dying on the cross. The, the priest did as he did every year. He went into the Holy of Holies. He began to sprinkle the blood. And all of a sudden, something took place that day that the veil of the temple was rent. It was not from the bottom up, but it was from the top down. Which is a symbol or a representation that God Himself rented the veil. And the veil that stood between me and Him, between you and Him, the veil that hindered us entering into that secret place of the Most High God, God ripped it down. God ripped it down. When Jesus died on the cross, He tore the veil. As His blood was shed upon this earth, the, the veil was rent. From top to the bottom. And now, not just Jews, not just priests, not just this, but the whole world is invited into the secret place of the Most High God. Aren't you glad today that we're invited into the secret place? Aren't you glad that we can be as intimate with God as the high priest was on the Day of Atonement? Aren't you glad right there on your bed or on your couch or wherever you are, you can get as close to God right there through Jesus Christ that the high priest was on the Day of Atonement. Bless God, we can get to the secret place. We can get one-on-one -on -one with God. I love what the word shadow means. It means to draw near. It means to draw near. So when we say that we're under the shadow of the Almighty God, it means we're near God. It means that God is near us. In our decision-making, we're near God. In our, in our walking, we're near God. In our talking, we're near God. In the morning, we're near God. In the evening, we're near God. We don't live outside of our relationship with the Lord. We don't step away from Him. We don't say, time out, I need a break. But every day, we're abiding in the nearness to God that we're drawing near to Him. And bless God, as we draw near to Him, He draws nigh to us. And isn't it wonderful to know that wherever you are, that you can get in your secret place through Jesus. And He can take you into the very presence of God. Man, I'm glad when I'm, I'm sitting in the deer stand that I can sit there and I can shout and I can praise God. Because I can get into the presence of God no matter where I am. If I'm at the church house, if I'm out raking leaves, whatever I'm doing, I can get in that secret place. And I can abide in Him. And I can walk with Him. And I can draw near to Him. Child of God, He wants us to draw near to Him. He wants you closer than you've ever been. He wants you to pray more than you've ever prayed. He wants you to read your Bible more than you've ever read your Bible. He wants you to worship Him more than you've ever worshipped Him before. And may I say, He's worthy. He's worthy of everything. I love what the, uh, the book of Hebrews says. It says, For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, 
uh, of the time, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Jesus is doing the work of the high priest by bringing us into the very presence of God. You cannot get into the presence of God without a personal relationship with Jesus. The more you walk with Jesus, the closer you're going to get with the Father. The more you know Jesus, the more you're going to know God. Man, let me tell you something. This isn't just some religion, folks. It's about a relationship. And the only way to abide and the only way to dwell and the only way to draw near is for that relationship to get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter every day. Man, I've been married 13 years. I, I remember this time. Last time I got messed up. 13 years. Man, she is blessed beyond measure to have the most faithful husband can't even get an amen out of that. My goodness. But can I say this, that we were in love when we got married. But I had no idea how much sweeter it could be. Thirteen years of heartache. Thirteen years of problems. Thirteen years of up and downs. And Lacey, we've just grown closer and closer and closer. And I love her. And she loves me. Man, and it's getting sweeter. And I'm so glad when we get to go on a date once a year, whatever that is. Man, it's just so sweet to get alone. Man, it's great when it's bedtime. 8.30, kids get to bed. But I don't, I don't care. Go to bed. Go to bed. Because me and Lacey's finally going to get to talk. And we get to enjoy one another. And isn't it sweet? Isn't it precious? But friend, I can do the same with Jesus. And as I grow with my wife, I must grow in Jesus. And as it just gets so sweet in my marriage, it can get sweet in my relationship with a holy and righteous God. I'm overwhelmed today by the thought that my relationship with Jesus can get closer and closer every single day. And to know that I have access to the throne of God. To know that I can go there anytime. Bless God. Whether I need to or don't want to, I'm always invited into the secret place of the Most High God. Right here in Hamburg, Arkansas, Cathead, you're invited into the holy place. It's just like that high priest was allowed to go in. You're allowed to go in. But you're not going to go in your way. You're not going to go in the way you think you can go in. You're going to go in through Jesus. The nation of Israel could only go in through the high priest. Well, friend, we don't have priests on this earth. <clears throat> I don't need another man going to God on my behalf. Because Jesus already has. And He is the high priest that has tore the veil that has allowed me into the very presence of an almighty God. And every day I'm invited to dwell and abide. I think about three different shadows. And we're not going to go there. But there's a shadow of the rock that is mentioned in Isaiah. And when I think of the shadow of the rock, when you dwell in Jesus, when you dwell and abide in Him, you have a solid foundation. The only way that I know to stand in this world is by living in Jesus. 
The only way that I know how to endure the trials and the hardships of life is by getting to the secret place and living in the shadow of the Almighty. Because living in the shadow of Almighty presents a foundation for a life. I have hope this morning. And the more that I dwell in Jesus, and the more that I abide in Him, the more of a foundation that I have in life. I'm not running here, there, and yonder, but I'm abiding in Jesus. And it's a solid foundation. Let me tell you something. This whole world, there's no solid foundation, but Jesus Christ is a solid foundation. And dwelling in the shadow of the Almighty is your dwelling in the shadow of the rock. You have something to stand upon. I'm glad when heaven and earth passed away, the Word of God's still going to be here. You say, preacher, I don't have nothing. Well, you don't know Jesus. And if you know Jesus, you have something because you have a foundation. Hey, when I die, I'm not going to the dirt. Hello? <laughs> I'm going to glory land. I know that I know what a foundation. Also think about the shadow of the wings that is mentioned in the book of Psalms. Not only the shadow of the rock, but the shadow of the wings which provides the supply that we need every single day. Every day we're in need of things. But the more that you abide in the shadow of the Almighty, the more He supplies your every single need. Because when you get in the shadow of the Almighty, you get under the wings of an Almighty God. And under the wings of the Almighty God is a nurturing that you receive. See, you see, there's a natural longing, there's a natural thirst, there's a natural hunger that you can only get satisfied under the wings of an almighty God. Glory to His name. Glory to His name that I can get under the shadow of the wings of an almighty God. And I can get every need met. I can get satisfied. I can get full. I can get happy. Hello. I can get a hope. I can get a joy. Bless God, everything you'll ever need in life is under the wings of the almighty you don't ever have to go anywhere else. If you just abide in Him, there's everything you need. Oh, I'm glad to dwell and abide in the shadow of His wings. But there's another shadow, and there in the book of Isaiah is the shadow of His hands. And I think about the hands of God. I think about the rock and the, and the wings, but I also think of, about the hands, the hands of security. And when you abide in Jesus, there is such an assurance that comes to your life. There is such an overwhelming joy and pleasure and peace that comes by abiding in the Almighty. When you abide in the Almighty, you're receiving the peace that passeth all understanding. When you're abiding in the, uh, the, the hands of the Almighty, then you are living in the joy unspeakable and full of glory. Everything that you need is found in the hands of the Almighty. Under His wing, I get everything I need. On the rock, I can stand through anything that there is. But in His hands, He can take me through any trial, any tribulation that I'll ever go through. And bless God that I'm in His hand and nothing can pluck me out of the hands of an Almighty God that I'm in the hollow of His hands, and that He's carried me through. And so as I abide in the presence of the Almighty, I'm abiding in the hand of the Almighty. 
to know the closer that I get with Jesus, the more I'm on the, on the rock, the more I'm under his wing, and the more I'm in his hand. Every day I pray, and I put them three in the hands of the Almighty. Because I can't walk with them, but the Almighty can. Every day I put her in the Almighty. Every day I put you in the hands of the Almighty. There's not a safer place to be than the hands of an Almighty God to protect us from the world, to protect us from the devil, to protect us from everything that is here to destroy us. Promised Land Church, we're in the hands of an Almighty God. Won't you know that we're on the rock? We're under the wing. And bless God, we're in the hand of an Almighty God. And as long as we abide in Him, He's going to see us through. Man, what a promise today. I'm going to say something. My worship ain't none of your business. Who got quiet. But my secret place is not about me, you, and God. My secret place is about me and Jesus. My secret place is not about me, Lacey, and Jesus, but it's about me and Jesus. And child of God, I encourage you every day to get in that secret place. Get in the Word of God. Get in prayer. Get in Jesus every single day. You get closer with Him than you ever have. You worship more than you've ever worshipped. You serve more than you've ever served. You read about Him more than you've ever read about Him. You sing more than you've ever sung before in your life. Child of God, draw nearer. Draw nearer to Him. Draw nigh to the Almighty and bless God He'll draw nigh to you. And all the more that we pursue Jesus, the more He pursues us. But you know what's beautiful? is He pursued me before I ever pursued Him. And He came running to me to save my soul. And He gloriously saved me. And every day, my job is to get in that secret place and just abide in Him. Folks, we always look for the... What's the secret preacher of the Christian life? It's easy. To get in the secret place of the Most High. That's not my business. It's not their business. That's your business with God. And you get in that secret place and you abide. And you're going to see a rock and a foundation that you've never had. You're going to get under the wings of God and receive a supply. And bless God, you're going to get in a hand. You think you could open my hand? You hope you can? You're trying to call me weak or something? What's wrong with you? Can you imagine opening the hand of God? What an almighty hand. I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad to know I'm in His hand. The more that I abide in Him, the more I'm in His hand. I want you to stand very quiet.